0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, how you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and you know the drill by now. I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. The Buck stops with the Mets. That's right, Buck Showalter is out as their skipper. Is it a good move or a bad move? And who should be replacing Buck? And speaking of replacing people, maybe all the talk about replacing Zach Wilson as the Jets quarterback is going to quiet down at least for a little bit. So like I said, listen up, because you're really gonna wanna get a load of this. I I certainly can't say, certainly can't say that I'm shocked uh that Buck Showalter Walter was fired. I mean people could say resigned fired the the deal was this. he he met the media prior to yesterday's season finale at at City field. And what he did was, you know, say, listen, he well, he told everybody. He told the public, he told the players. And you know he did it like a gentleman that Buck Showalter is. Uh, Listen, folks, I've been doing this business for a long time. You've it's maybe the the oldest and biggest cliche and most often used in the world of sports when it comes to managers and head coaches. You're hired to be fired. That's the way it is, and that's the way it always will be. You can't fire all the players, so you fire the skipper, you fire the head coach. That's the way it is. Now, to his credit, listen, they won 101 games last year with Buck at the helm, 101 games. Got into the postseason, into the wild card, 101 games. This year... It was a disaster, you know, for a lot of reasons, and quite frankly, none of which I believe is Buck's fault. But here's the deal, as, as Buck himself said, and it sucks, but that's the way it is, David Stearns will be taking over as the president of the Mets, okay? When a man takes over, and when a man is hired to take over, the proper thing to do is allow him to bring in his own people. And that's what multi-billionaire owner Steve Cohn said yesterday. I'm, I'm sure more of that will be said today when they officially introduced Stearns uh, at a press conference later today. Uh, it's about noontime, I guess, when they'll have the press conference with Stearns. But the truth of the matter is, you know, and Steve Cohn said it. It's no different than in the corporate world. When you bring in somebody new, to run your operation, you're going to allow him to run your operation with the people he wants. Now, for certain people, it sucks because good people end up losing their jobs. You know, and Buck had one more year left on his job. But that's, that's the way of the world. What happens with the coaches, what happens with other people, it all remains to be seen. Maybe everybody's going to be gone. Maybe some will be kept over, whatever. But that is the nature of the business. Now, just because I'm saying that is the nature of the business, it doesn't mean I like it. So don't misunderstand me. I would have much preferred Buck Showalter remain as skipper of the Mets. Was it Buck Showalter's fault that his pitching staff either was decimated by injury or was lousy? Was it his fault that Max Scherzer didn't live up to his expectations? before he was traded away. And quite frankly, ditto for Justin Verlander. Carlos Carrasco, Quintana. I mean, their pitching staff was a mess. He loses Edwin Diaz uh, in the World Baseball Classic, doesn't even get to use him. Starling Marte. There was a lot of things that went wrong that had nothing to do with Buck Showalter. But again, that's the business, and nobody knows it better than Buck. Nobody knows it better than Buck. But I I, I will tell you this. Listen, I was there for his opening press conference many years ago. What was it, 1992? Many, many years ago, when he became young Buck became the manager of of the Yankees and, and, and watching him today, you could hear the emotion Buck Buck usually doesn't show the emotion, but Buck showed a lot of emotion today. You can hear it in his voice and and what a classy, classy sight at city field today when he went out to take the lineup card to the umpires and he's standing there and there's a big sign on, on the big screen in center field thank you buck and all the players all the players are on the field all the mets giving him an ovation along with the people in the seats it was very cool But that's the nature of the business. Buck says he wants to uh, still manage. Someplace he was asked that. I don't see any reason why he shouldn't. He's one of the best baseball minds anyplace, anywhere. Okay? But let's think about a few things here because that's the nature of the business. So Buck Showalter is out. And as I said in the open, good move or bad move? Well, that remains to be seen. That remains to be seen. It depends who his replacement is and what his replacement does with the team. And that ultimately ends up on the shoulders of the players. But I have some thoughts I have some thoughts on who should be or could be or certainly should be asked if they'd be interested in managing the Mets. Now, now one, the, the hot name associated with David Stearns, the new president, is uh, Craig Council, who's the skipper of the Milwaukee Brewers because he no longer, after this year, his contract is done come from the same organization, so that we'll have to see about that. What I'm not crazy about, Greg Council, is that he's an analytics guy, and if anybody's been listening to my podcast for the past year, you know analytics, you can take them and stick them where the sun don't shine, okay? Period. That doesn't mean he's a bad manager. That's just my opinion on, on that, You've heard me say time and time again when I'm, I'd be talking about the Yankees how philosophy has to change about getting away from analytics. So I don't want an analytic guy coming in to, to run the Yank uh, to run the Mets. So I have two names that I would think the Mets should strongly consider for managing the Mets. They both. No New York. And they both know the National League East because they've managed in the National League East. One would be, actually, and both guys, you've heard me mention, as possible replacements, should the Yankees part ways with Aaron Boone. But I don't think that's going to happen. But you heard me suggest one, Donnie Baseball, Don Mattingly. And the other would be to bring back to New York, Joe Girardi. Mattingly managed the Marlins. Girardi managed the Phillies, and, and, and both, both solid-as-a-rock baseball men, real baseball men, okay? Now, I think the problem with those guys, and that's why I thought maybe they wouldn't be chosen for the Yankees, the problem with those guys, they're their own men. If somebody's going to call down and tell them who to put in a lineup and who uh, not to d- use or who to do this or who to do that. That's not for dramatically and it's not for, Buck, uh, for Joe Girardi. But if you want good baseball men, those are two top shelf guys. Both know New York. I mean, you know, You can't get a bigger marquee name in in New York than Don Mattingly. All right? Currently the bench coach for the Toronto Blue Jays. I mean, here's a guy... Listen, he's not a bench coach for the Toronto Blue Jays because he doesn't want to be a skipper again. And Girardi's a terrific baseball guy. So I, I would look at either one of those guys, and I would give them strong consideration, strong consideration. Now, conversely, since their season ended and the Yankee season ended, and you know there are going to be some changes, even hear uh, Aaron Judge saying how certain things need to change, And we've heard that, you know, that, you know, Hal's going to bring in somebody to look at the whole situation over and what they need. Um, You know who, to me, he's available right now. As of today, he became available. Speaking of bringing people back, I'd bring Buck Showalter back to the Yankees. That's right. I'd bring Buck Showalter back to the Yankees. But again, if somebody wants to tell Buck Showalter how to make up a lineup card or how to move this guy around or to do that, then you're getting the wrong people. See, to me, I understand letting your people, if you hire a guy, as the Mets have done, and Steve Cohn said it yesterday. If you hire a guy, you gotta allow him to bring in his people. But the smart people, and I'm not saying that Stearns is not smart. I'm not saying that at all. But when you bring in people, you gotta let them do their thing. Just as Steve Cohn says you're bring in Stearns to let them do do let him do his thing then when Stearns brings in people, he's got to let them do their thing. You got to let a guy manage. Not with analytics crap. You got to let him manage. Buck Showalter, listen, he was part of their broadcast team. Buck Showalter knows the Yankee organization, knows it very well. And maybe that scares people. Maybe that scares people because Buck knows the Yankees organization too well. Knows the Steinbrenners. Knows Hal. And Hal's certainly very fond of him. He is. That's not a secret. He's also extremely fond of Don Manningly. But that's not a secret. i'm 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 giving you names here that that would really improve the two local teams. I mean quite frankly, Mattingly let's obviously Buck's not going back to the to the Mets, so Bucks available for the Yankees and Mattingly and Girardi are available for both the Mets and the Yankees. So to me, That's common sense. You have smart, solid baseball men. They're not guys on ego trips. They're baseball men. Long time, down in the dirt baseball men. Let's roll up our sleeves and go to work. So, you know, listen, that's my choices. I'll say it right here, right now. Now, again, I don't know what the Yankees are doing with Aaron Boone. The belief is Boone's going to stay and a lot of his coaches are going to go. Nothing's etched in stone. We'll see. And, And I got nothing against Aaron Boone. And in fairness to Boone, if that's how he has to keep his job, by listening to the the, the hierarchy there, then that's a problem. You got to let your managers manage. And in fairness to Boone, I don't think he's been allowed to do that. But gun to my head today, Buck Showalter would be a perfect guy to manage the Yankees, as would Don Mattingly as would Joe Girardi coming back. But again, those guys would be looking very good, Mattingly or Girardi, with the Mets. I would get a huge kick out of Don Manningly managing the New York Mets. All right, we're talking about replacements. When you know, you certainly know all the talk for the past couple of weeks, has been what the Jets need to do to replace Zach Wilson. Well, guess what? With the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs coming into town with all the ridiculous Taylor Swift hoopla and nonsense and mumbo-jumbo that was coming along with it, those Kansas City Chiefs shot out to a seventeen nothing lead. But you know what? The hapless Jets weren't so hapless they didn't quit and they fought their tails off on the shoulders of Zach Wilson. Yep. These that's Zach Wilson. 28 of 39, 28 completions and 39 attempts, 245 yards, two touchdowns, made one critical fumble late in the game. But Zach Wilson, and if you recall, folks, what did I say last week? What did I say? Give him a chance. If you don't want him, that's fine. And I understood what Joe Namath was talking about, but if you didn't if you didn't want him then at least let him fail on his own terms. Not that stupid crap of run run pass run run pass. I said let him rip, and you know what? They let him rip last night. They let him rip. And he looked like a real NFL quarterback. He played his ass off. He was rallying his team. He made big throws. I'm not putting him in Canton, Ohio, but he showed everybody that he had the, has the ability to play. If, if you would have seen that early on from him, you would have said, well, that's why they drafted this guy number two overall. Now, it's one game. We want to see more of that. But l- at least they came in with the game plan the Jets did, and they let the guy play. They let him play. They let him throw the ball around. I I knew it was going to be different. You know, and they went three and out on their first possession, but I knew it was going to be different when they allowed him to throw on, on his very first, uh, uh, on the very first Possession and a a first down. I'm not by any means saying all's well here, that the Jets are all set up. But Zach Wilson earned some respect. And if nothing else, he earned to hear some silence. at least for a week moving forward cuz he showed he can play and he showed he can lead his team he had a terrific seven to start the 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 the, the second half a terrific terrific i mean a, a terrific drive Seven plays, seventy-five yards, and he goes in for a two-point conversion, he takes it in himself. No, Zach Wilson showed not just me, he showed you people. Showed everybody, okay, I can do this. Now I'm I'm again, I'm not saying he's home free. Not saying anything like that. But he showed ability. And he showed some ability that The Jets weren't allow him to display. He certainly didn't do. They didn't allow him to display it against the uh, Patriots. That's for sure. But that was then, and this is now. He's coming off a very strong game. Good for him. Next up for the Jets, a trip out to Denver. Denver's coming off a big comeback victory, uh, so w- we'll see what happens. But. Um, I think Jet fans are feeling a, a lot better today than they were going into last night. That That's all I'm going to say. I mean, when you play the defending Super Bowl champions and you're losing 23-20, and I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you know, Mahomes wasn't great uh, l- last night. He had a couple of picks, and he had a, a, two or three others that could have been picked. But what would he did? Oh my goodness! On a third and twenty-two, he gets the first down by a run of his own. Then on a the third and twenty, they pick up a first down on a very questionable um, holding call, defensive holding, uh, by the Jets, which Robert Sala blew a gasket on. But you know what? That that's part of the game. To me. The story was Zach Wilson, and it should be Zach Wilson this week. Now, I just want to say a couple of other things. I I don't know about you, and I understand paparazzi and, you know, pop this and pop that. And this has no, I'm nothing against Taylor Swift, but I'm over Taylor Swift. I mean, Taylor Swift has been shoved down our throats. And and, and, and I mean, my God, I'm watching a game last night. It, it was one Taylor Swift commercial after another Taylor Swift commercial. One after another. And then if I wasn't here, seeing that, then I had to see her in, in, in a suite. And if I wasn't seeing her, then I, they had a, a uh, Travis Kelsey commercial. But you know what was really lame? Okay, Zach Wilson, excuse me, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are dating. Whatever you want to call it. They got something going on. So cameras and photogs were waiting outside of her apartment yesterday Sunday morning so they can catch if they can catch Travis Kelsey leaving. So they catch him leaving. And and I, I'm reading in the paper, yeah, there was Travis Kelsey doing the walk of shame. Walk of shame, my ass. He's a grown ass man. He's single. He's not cheating on anybody. I mean, did, is this what the media has become? I mean, is that what we're is that what we're combining with sports? My goodness. I mean, you want to talk about cheesy and 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 slimy? I'm not talking about Travis Kelsey and and uh, Taylor Swift. I'm talking about all the media jumping all over this like oh my god and it, it's not i mean it's 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 print it's 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 tv it's it's everything so what too much I, I mean i'll tell you what if that's the media of today if that's the example of the media today it ain't looking too good for the media of today I'll leave it at that. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. As always, let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Got to thank my home here at Believe.com because as I tell you each and every time, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you, the people out there, Because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. And again, let me remind you, please download the Yes app. I tell you each and every week, download the Yes app so you can see my get a load of this video podcast on the Yes app, which a new one comes out every Tuesday. And you're going to want to see it tomorrow because the Giants are home tonight again at Citi Field. What am I saying, City Field? Again, at MetLife Stadium, I got City Field on my mind because of what's going on with the Mets. Yeah, you got the, the Giants at MetLife tonight against the Seattle Seahawks, and I'll be talking about them, plus more Mets and Yankees tomorrow on Get a Load of This on the S yes app. So uh, download the app, and you too can get a load of me on Get a Load of This. But that's a wrap. As I said, till next time. It is Ira Salzburg saying to all of you, bye bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great week.